This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And the Nebraska Satellite Tour continues here. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus back here for another special edition of the HuskerOnline.com podcast. We are now in Dallas. We're later here on Thursday. Nebraska will hold their third uh, satellite camp event. They were supposed to have one on Wednesday in Houston. That was called off for weather. They'll be at Highland Park High School. Um, they have an indoor facility there, so weather will not be an issue uh, as there is still rain expected to be here in the Dallas area on Thursday. But, Nate, first of all, when you look at a school like Highland Park, it's one of the top uh, high school programs in the in the country as far as facilities, as far as tradition. I mean, guys like Matthew Stafford have come out of this program, among many others. And um, this will be interesting. Just, I'm excited, number one, to, to see the facility there. Because uh, we both have seen a lot of top facilities, and I'm I'm anticipating this will be the nicest high school I've ever been to. Absolutely, you know uh, Highland Park is one of those programs here down in Texas, and there are a handful of them that that have as nice of facilities as a lot of college programs, or or nicer. And uh, uh, you know for for a high school team to have a, a full indoor facility to to be able to you know hold a, a satellite camp like what's going to take place uh today is uh is pretty incredible so uh, i'm excited to see what what's in store and um you know excited that the weather won't be able to affect uh, the satellite camp i'm i'm expecting more of a polished player i think you know we were in atlanta and miami and you know you had a lot of talented players a lot of natural ability that maybe haven't been in a big-time program with high-level coaches that are paid six figures like we're going to see here in Texas. I think when we see this camp tonight, you're going to see a lot of players that have been playing a lot of football and receiving a lot of high-level coaching, and it will be interesting just to see the different types of kids we see here. Well, and that's one of the big debates about Texas players is, um, is yes, they're, they're more polished. They, they eat, breathe, and sleep football. Uh, you know, the – they're they're able to uh, to go through you know spring practice and they have you know basically they have football periods you know built into their their high school schedule almost where they're watching film and, and getting coaching um, you know and and uh, they have you know extensive off season programs seven on seven schedules and um, you know so yeah I think we're see a, a more polished player. Uh, but like I was saying, the debate is, you know, what's the upside on a lot of these guys? Have, have they tapped out their potential? And, um, you know, I think that it's nice for the college coaches to, to see a kid who, who is more well-rounded and, and doesn't necessarily need to have, um, you know, be spend a lot of time coaching those fundamentals. Um, you know, so I, I think that, that uh, tomorrow would be a good opportunity for a lot of these guys to showcase their, their, uh, their talent in front of Nebraska's coaches and for them to take a good look at them. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus here uh, previewing today's satellite camp here in Dallas as Nebraska will have their third stop and Easily the, the biggest storyline, Nate, is going to be quarterback commit Terry Wilson from Dell City, Oklahoma. He's going to make the short drive uh, from Oklahoma City area down here to Dallas uh, to work out with the coaches, and that's huge because of the news of the Oregon. Patrick O'Brien has gone from the kind of the second-tier quarterback in the class to now all of a sudden people are looking at him as the first tier. Um, so you kind of didn't know where things stood with Terry Wilson um, with with everything that's kind of happened, and this could be a very big 
opportunity for Nebraska to, to make up some – not make up some ground, but kind of hold their spot. Exactly. They're, they're, it's a great opportunity for Nebraska to hold their spot and, and to kind of keep that excitement level high with uh, with Terry Wilson. You know, and he's he's been very excited about Nebraska, you know, going back to almost a year ago when he first visited, uh, taking part of Nebraska's quarterback camp, uh, you know, with, uh, with the previous staff. So he's been loving Nebraska, you know, was super excited when he received the offer from the new staff uh, back in April. And, uh, and of course, has been very excited since he committed. Uh, you know, Oregon has made a strong push there. But, you know, when we caught up with him this week, he said that uh, he was very much looking forward to being able to, to not only work out with, uh, with the Coach Riley and Coach Langstorff and Nebraska's staff, but, but just to hang out with those guys some more. And, and I think the, the other thing, too, here is that this could provide an opportunity for Terry Wilson to do some serious recruiting for Nebraska if there's some skill talent or, or any other, you know, talent that's at the camp that either, you know, guys that either have offers already or that could very well gain offers going forward. And I think that very well could be, you know, something to keep a very close eye on. On, um, that takes place tonight. You know, the other thing I look at, Nate, is, is Texas recruiting for Nebraska. It, it's been kind of a roller coaster. You know, we didn't see a lot of it um, heavily in the. We saw spot recruiting in the Osborne Solajeras. Um, you saw Bill Callahan, I think, try to ramp it up. It started with the Cotton Bowl when they came down here, and he threw that coaches clinic mm-hmm. and um, everything out of his mouth about, was about catering to the local Dallas high school coaches. We saw Nebraska start to do that again with Tim Beck coming on the staff. Yep. But then once Tim Beck moved into that offensive coordinator role, he stopped going out on the road. And, you know, Nebraska just didn't have the presence in Dallas in this area. Um, so I'll be curious. You've got Reggie Davis, who's a Houston guy. Uh, Trent Bray has recruited Dallas. Um, but this is kind of a big city for Nebraska to to try to pull maybe – I'm not talking five guys a year. I'm talking – one to maybe two or three a year. Yep. Now, I absolutely agree with you that the state of Texas alone is is you know a place where Nebraska three to five guys they need to get three to five guys every year and and you made a great point with uh, with Tim Beck you know he had all of the connections in the world being a former high school you know and they head took coach him off the road in this area he had all and the he connections. didn't want to go off the road I'll no. say this now he was upset about that he yep. he wanted to keep going down to Texas but Polini kind of had a mindset from his days at LSU. Uh, Les Miles didn't believe in sending the coordinators on the road, so Pelini kind of went with that model. Well, that's fine in Baton Rouge, yeah, because your coordinators. Well, you're pulling all your talent within two hours of yeah. campus. Your coordinators don't have to worry about going out on the road out of Louisiana, but in Nebraska, you need you got a guy like Tim Beck back before. You know, you needed him down in Dallas, and and that hurt them, I thought, in Dallas. Well, between pulling Tim Beck off the road and moving JP, well, and yeah, and JP and moving. To the Big Ten, I think those two things really hurt Nebraska's, uh, you know, recruiting efforts in the state of Texas. And as you mentioned, Reggie Davis from the Houston area spent pretty much. I mean, he pretty much set up shop in Houston in the Dallas area. His mom's or, a school teacher oh, in Houston. Well, yeah, over the spring evaluation period, Reggie Davis. You know, all the other coaches are flying all over the country. Reggie Davis is spending uh, a good portion of his time, the majority of his time. Uh, f- figuring out the lay of the land in Houston and Dallas. And uh, and then, of course, Trent Bray has had some success in the Dallas area as well. So, um, t- you know, this this camp today is a great opportunity for them to, um, you know, continue to further their brand. They get, de- signed Divino Zigbal out of Saxe High School in the Metroplex uh, last year, and uh, they definitely need to build on that. 
when it's it's not the 500 mile radius, but it's on the fringe of the 500 mile mm-hmm. radius when you look at Dallas. And um, it will be interesting because the presence for Nebraska and Dallas has just not been consistent. And they had that momentum with a guy like Rex Burkhead. He was kind of a local legend in these parts. He still is. He, he's and, a folk hero here. And, you know, especially in the suburb areas like Plano and um, Denton and some of these other areas, um, a guy like Rex Burkhead still pulls a lot of weight in, in what he did. And um, hopefully Nebraska will continue. Uh, but, you, you know, you, you think you go up and down the roster and, and the, the Texas players. And I, I felt like the mistake they might have made – when they tried to make that big run in the early Pliny years is they took a lot of offensive linemen. I go back to like guys like Jess Coffey, Nick Ash, a lot of busts on that offensive line out of Texas. And, uh, you know, I think you come down here for linebackers. I think you come down here for skill um, and and players like that. And hopefully Nebraska can find some guys at this camp. Yeah. That's not to say, I mean, that's nothing against, yeah, not a knock against those guys. Uh, Who was that linebacker that was just a freak? Well, Chris Williams. Yeah, that I mean, guy. Out of Abilene. He, he was, was big time. Yeah, he was Defensive Player of the Year as a junior. Unfortunately, you know, tore his ACL his senior year. Was never quite the same player. Things didn't work out for him in Nebraska for various reasons. But um, <laughs> We won't get into yeah. that. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that Dallas is the type of place that you go to uh, to get your skill, t- skill talent, um, you know, linebackers, uh, you know, defensive linemen. Uh, there are offensive linemen in the state, but, uh, you know, I think the top-level guys are, are going to be difficult to pull uh, for the mo- – you know. I just look at the history for Nebraska, and other than Aaron Taylor, you know, there haven't been a lot of – offensive linemen out of texas but you've gotten a lot of linebackers and skill guys mm-hmm. and i think that's what you come down here to find and in these types of parts um are those kinds of players what makes texas unique though is it's a, it's a spread state yep and that's where the linemen recruiting and, and some of the other positions i mean that art briles influence and now tcu and these other teams have really transformed and even a&m where a team like texas down here just doesn't have an identity anymore because the state's identity for football is a lot different now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, er- everything has changed. It, it's been kind of it's been kind of weird to see you know the whole shift and everything, and and I think the the rise of the seven on seven scene has has really you know helped to influence. It's helped Baylor. Yeah, yeah, it's helped Baylor a ton. Uh, you know, but uh, I, I think that. More than anything, this this is going to be a great opportunity uh, for Nebraska uh, to get in front of a lot of a lot of kids once again, and and to uh, to hopefully identify you know some players that that they haven't previously seen, or to further the the relationships uh, that they've you know already kind of started to build with uh, with some guys that are on the radar. Well, today's camp in Dallas will be in the evening. It's going to be a Thursday night lights theme. Nebraska will be teamed up with Houston Baptist College out here. Stay tuned to HuskerOnline.com. We'll have full coverage. We'll have a team of five people out here. Nate Klaus, our video producer, Greg Peterson, a Texas regional analyst, uh, Jason Howe will be here, as well as Brian Munson, our latest addition to HuskerOnline.com. So we will have extensive coverage following the camp here on HuskerOnline.com. I'm Sean Callahan here signing off from another edition of the HOL Podcast from Dallas. Thanks again for joining us this week on HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 